Welcome to the Work in Progress podcast, empowering you on your path to success and helping you achieve your career goals. Our mission, to inspire you throughout your job searching journey and motivate you to be the best you can be. Hosted by Mark Beltran, a career and recruitment specialist in New Zealand. Join us as we share stories, career topics and everything under the sun. Today, we'll dive into the topic of navigating the job market in New Zealand. Mark will share his thoughts on the current state of the job market and provide practical strategies for job search success in New Zealand. Whether you're a recent graduate, a career changer, or someone seeking new opportunities, this episode equips you with valuable insights and actionable advice to thrive in the New Zealand job market. So, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Job seekers, welcome to another exciting episode of the Work in Progress. My name's Mark, and whew, we got a jam-packed session for you today. Lots of lots of ground to cover, lots of things to discuss, and as ju- uh, you know, as promised, uh, we'll do our best to make each episode full of helpful information as much as possible. And at the end, we do hope that there's something everyone can take away from this session. All right, so without further ado, let's kick things off by discussing. Why is this even important? You know, why do I need to know the status of the job market? Can't I just dive in and straight through, you know, send send my CV right away? So imagine this, you walk into the job interview armed with all of your skills and experience and you're ready to knock the socks off the hiring manager. And you now feel that, you know, your 10 plus years of overseas experience is more than enough. And you know, you might be right. So you didn't take the time to research the latest trends in your industry and you went on you went on head on first. You know, it could be industry trends, could be, you know, maybe chat GPT threatens to replace customer service or telehealth delivery moves to a virtual care model. Or there's been talks of implementing a new legislation in New Zealand that affects the banking industry. So here it comes, the dreaded question. The interviewer starts to ask you about, you know, how do you think that this industry changes affect your role? So you're unprepared and then, you know, dead silence, awkward conversation. Um, But you know, do you think that this would be a fair coincidence that a hiring manager would ask you this? How often does it really appear on an interview? You know, you'd be surprised that it's far more likely. In a recent finding, approximately 78% of hiring managers ask candidates about their knowledge of the industry during job interviews. This now highlights the importance of industry awareness in the hiring process. Not staying up to date with industry trends can also put you at a big disadvantage when it comes to landing a job. Employers are often on the lookout for candidates who are not only qualified, but also show a genuine interest in their field. So, you know, who doesn't want to hire the top players of the industry, right? So guess what? If you can't demonstrate that you're aware of the latest happenings, it might give the impression that you're not truly passionate or committed to your career. And trust me, employers doesn't want, they don't want that, uh, they don't want someone who's not passionate and committed. But wait, (laughs) there's more. Ignoring industry trends can also hinder your professional growth. 
you see industries are constantly evolving with new technologies, practices, pressures from social economic factors, new government policies. You know, the list just goes on and on. Um, And let's face it, change is consistent and inevitable. There are new and new strategies emerging all the time. By staying in the dark, you risk falling behind your peers and missing out on exciting opportunities for advancement. The industry changes and you need to find a way to move along with those trends as well. Now, I'm not saying all of this to scare you, but rather to emphasize on the importance of research. And I guess this is the reason why we, you know, we kick things off with this episode of understanding the latest and what's new in New Zealand, because by staying informed uh, about the current trends of New Zealand, you gain a competitive edge. It's as simple as that. You become the candidate who knows what's up, who can bring fresh perspective and ideas to the table, and who can adapt to the ever-changing landscape. In short, you're bringing credibility to each and every job application that you're doing. These are key attributes that employers are looking for in a candidate. So what do I suggest you do? Number one, you take an interest in the industry and the country that you're moving to. So if it's New Zealand or somewhere else, you need to be quote-unquote present you know so how do you do this uh you read industry publications you follow thought leaders on social media so if you're listening to this podcast guess what you're already a step ahead my friend (laughs) um you attend conference webinars um you take interest in doing your own personal projects and you never stop learning you know by 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 staying in tune with the trends of the job market You'll position yourself as a knowledgeable and valuable asset in the job market. And that is already a good start. All right, moving on to the next segment of the program, uh, the state of New Zealand job market in 2023. Um, And I feel this is a very important part of the show. uh, But before we dive into this segment, I want to take a moment to share, you know, my humble but essential disclaimer. Um, You see, I may be your host, and your guide through this podcast journey, but it's crucial to remember that I'm not the only, you know, industry expert in the entire universe. And guess what? You know, that's totally okay. And if you do have any issues, well, you know, maybe maybe create your own podcast show. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Now, don't get me wrong. All right. Um, I've spent countless of hours studying, researching, immersing myself in the world of career development and the New Zealand job market. And, you know, and here's the thing. Different experts may have different perspectives and experiences and opinions. And that's the beauty of it all. You know, we get to learn and grow together. And I guess, you know, embracing diverse viewpoints along the way. So in all seriousness, you know, if you do have a conflicting opinion uh, that you'd like to share, feel free to send it my way. And, you know, I would really love to discuss and learn from your perspective. Please keep in mind that, you know, the opinions, advice, and insights I share on this show are solely mine. And they might not align with every other industry experts out there, but that's okay too, you know. In fact, I do encourage you to explore different resources, you know, engage in different discussions, and draw your conclususions based on a wealth of knowledge. I genuinely, I, I genuinely believe that, you know, by fostering a spirit of openness and, I guess, respectful dialogue, this is now where we can create a much more richer environment, more inclusive of community of learners. So, yeah, now that's out of the way. <laughs> Let's dive right into the segment and uncover what's been happening in New Zealand for 2023.
So the job market in New Zealand has experienced significant growth and changes in the recent years. And I guess this is influenced by different factors like uh, the country's digital transformation, uh, the lowest unemployment rate, the global talent shortage, and I guess, you know, the impact of COVID-19. My goal today is to provide a tactical overview of the current status of the job market in New Zealand and offer insights into the outlook for job seekers, particularly uh, international candidates. So I won't be going, I won't be doing a deep dive as I feel that there are other experts in the industry that would have done a better job, but Instead, let me elaborate on a few parts where I think this would be useful to prepare you as an international candidate. The labor market in New Zealand has remained strong, with unemployment rate at a historic low of 3.4%. This indicates a high demand for, in, for, you know, for, for skilled professionals across various industries. Having, an, uh, having a low unemployment rate generally is considered favorable for job seekers, so it's good news. It means that there are fewer and fewer people actively seeking employment compared to the available job opportunities in the market. But obviously, this is the is still relative to you know to the industry and the, the the job that you're applying for but typically a low unemployment rate would signify a few things number one it could be increased in job opportunities again could be because it's relatively it's relative to the industry that you're trying to apply for but remember again this is a safe generalization other factors such as industry specific conditions like um, you know, ge geography location. If you're applying for a job in Auckland versus in Hamilton versus in the South Island, that would be that again. That the the the, the opportunities would be a lot more different. Individual qualifications and experience. So, for example, if you're applying for um, a job where in certifications are most likely required, especially let's say for example, if you're a nurse, uh, a teacher, where registration is is definitely required. So those can definitely influence a job searching process, and that's basically one influence of the low um, low unemployment rate is that there's increased job opportunities, but again, it still depends on certain conditions. Um, another factor where it could also affect uh, the job market is because that you have low unemployment rate. It could also mean a higher competition. Now, with, with and again, this is I guess this is debatable. Um, but in my opinion, with fewer people actively searching for jobs, the competition among among job seeker intensifies. So what this means is that since employers lack the talent that they need. Um, this doesn't, and obviously this doesn't mean that they will hire the first person who applies, right? But what it means for you is that this now means that you, you since you have high, a higher competition, you should put an extra effort to standing out from amongst the crowd and demonstrate your qualifications and skills to the employer that they, that in, in a way that the employer would realize this. Now, this could involve, you know, refining your resume, improving your interview skills, or just really enhancing your professional network. Another factor that I think would come into play in having a low unemployment rate would be the potential for better compensation and benefits, which is which means obviously a, such a would be a good thing for us, right? But so when the supply of available workers is limited, employers may be more and more willing to offer competitive salaries, benefit packages, and other incentives, you know, to attract and retain talent. Now, because employers are willing to offer a higher pay, does 
doesn't mean that it's very simple to negotiate a higher pay and then you know just use the reason because the market is running dry it's uh, unfortunately it's not as simple as that just remember you know the success of a salary negotiation banks on the idea of leverage are the employer just getting their money's worth or do you present a value that is highly sought after and can be used as a leverage for your negotiations? So think about this. And again, it circles back to the idea of exerting an effort in your initial stages of your uh, job application. So again, this could be again, going through your resume, your interview skills, and you know everything else that you, 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 you do as part of your job application. Okay, other than low unemployment rate, I think another factor that does affect the New Zealand job market is the challenge of employers to find the right talent to meet their current needs, resulting in a skill shortages across many sectors. So for job seekers from international backgrounds, this skill shortage in New Zealand can present both opportunities and challenges. Opportunities because I think you know there's there's a lot of strong demand for certain skills that you may be doing that you may already be doing overseas, and bringing them to New Zealand offers a different perspective that helps solve problems that employers are facing right now. The challenge here is that while there may be skills shortages, the comp the competition can still be fierce. You know, local job seekers will always have the upper hand as they would have familiarity with the New Zealand job market. And learning skills is as easy as going back to uni, maybe learning a couple of um, uh, learning a couple of skills through online training, or you could get certifications. So local candidates, if they start doing that, that again poses a bit a bit of a threat in terms of the uh, the level of competition you're, uh, you're you're trying to find in your job search. So New Zealand employers are finding it difficult to find the right talent. But it doesn't simply mean that it's about the right skills. You know, attitude, personality, motivation, and awareness all adds up in making of the perfect candidate. Okay, well, another thing that I think affects the job market in New Zealand right now is the flexibility in working arrangement. Increased demands for working fl uh, for, for, for flexible working arrangement. I think many job seekers now prioritize flexibility, you know, seeking opportunities that allow them to achieve a work-life balance. And I've seen employers offering alternative work arrangement to meet the demands of candidates, which is, I think, you know, it, it's a good thing. But I do think that this now puts a bit of pressure from you as an international candidate. This simply means now that the pool of candidate that employers are getting is not only tied up geographically. Traditionally, your pool would consist of people staying in the same city. But because of flexible working arrangement, your pool of candidates can now be considered remotely. This now puts a bit of pressure from job seekers because now employers would have more candidates to choose from locally. Okay, so I think that would be the changes uh, to the job market right now for 2023. And I think there's a, there's, a, there's, there's a lot more that other experts in the industry could offer you. But, you know, I, th I think for as a concentration for our topic for today, I think we'll concentrate on those three alone. Because I think, you know, the, again, there, there's, there's in conclusion, the job market in New Zealand remains, you know, very favorable, offering numerous opportunities for job seekers, including international candidates. However, 
I think it's very important to hone down on these changes that I've mentioned because it's very important for job seekers to be proactive, adaptable, and well-informed about the evolving job market dynamics. And learning about all of these things, this now gives you a sense of that the traditional way of applying for a job is outdated and inefficient. So let me let me let me read to you an example that is far too far too common for us when we're when we're job searching right so you devote what an hour or two with your with your cv with your cover letter so you create your cv you create your cover letter you hit apply you upload your cover letter and then you wait you know and you wait a bit more and you wait a bit more and after a number of grueling days you still either don't get a response so you get now you now or you either now get the dreaded response mm, sorry we regret to inform you that you have not been you have not been shortlisted so you're demotivated you're sad you feel that you know those hours spent waiting and you know crafting your cv it's not worth your while and you feel stuck and you don't know what to do so i guess you know number one being able to appreciate it's not the same world anymore that you have to do something different this is what needs to change you know being able to navigate the new zealand job market and being able to position yourself as someone valuable should be the priority now for candidates local or international without this you won't be able to attract people's attention and how would you do this by you know simply building networks seeking support understanding what makes you high you know a highly sought after candidate and these are what should enhance your success in finding suitable employment in new zealand so i think now is a better time to discuss the next and last segment of our episode today and we're now going to envelop you know the strategies we're now in cover the strategies for job searching in new zealand Given what we've discussed now, these are now my recommendations for job seekers. So strategy number one, research is king. I've noticed more and more that candidates these days present value based on their own perspective. However, you know, to truly stand out in the job market, it's crucial to go beyond personal opinions and present value that aligns with the needs and priorities of the potential employer. This is where thorough research becomes paramount. It's very important researching the company, you know, understanding the role, you know, understanding the role applying that you're applying for can give you a competitive edge and enable you to tailor your approach based on the need of the employer. And this is now this now helps you showcase, uh, you know, what you can contribute to the company's goal and challenges. But unfortunately, you know, research doesn't simply mean reading stuff online. And I've seen lots of people stop their research by reading, you know, by, by going through some online portals, uh, going through um, the web page of the, the company. But again, it doesn't stop from there. If you've read it online, just remember that your competition have already done it as well. So you know exactly what they know as well. And so it's just very hard to stand out. So what do you do? While 
Online resources provide a wealth of information. There's something invaluable about engaging with industry professionals who have firsthand experience and insights. By reaching out to industry experts, you gain access to insider knowledge that may not be readily available online. This indiv these individuals have accumulated a years of experience and can provide nuanced perspectives, trends, and valuable insights that go beyond, beyond what you can find in articles or blogs or even in the website. So remember, when you start engaging with in industry professionals, you actually get insider info and that is so much uh, advantage already for you for the job search. But, you know... um. But please, <laughs> don't go around and start conversations and having, you know, having to find a job lead through your connections. Remember, this is a the, the get being able to get, you know, uh, being able to go through these relationships and these relationships can open to doors to mentorship opportunities to job leads and valuable connections in the industry. You know, remember, this is a byproduct of the engagement you have with your contact, not something that you chase right away. Because trust me, if you do this, if you chase job opportunities through your network right away, trust me, it rarely works these days. Nobody responds to those kind of messages anymore. And, you know, again, it, it's just a loose, it's just a lost opportunity when you're networking using that methodology. And we'll discuss this a bit more, I guess, once we go through the networking topic of our, uh, of our, uh, of our, of our, uh, of another episode. But I guess you know, going back on track here, industries are consistently evolving, and what may be true today may not hold true tomorrow. So your research is king. Research is very important in your job search. Engaging with industry experts helps you to stay current with the latest trends, technologies, and the market developments. Their insight and knowledge can help you adapt and position yourself as a forward-thinking professional. So, you know, you're well prepared for the challenges and opportunities that lies ahead. That's strategy number one. Okay, so strategy number two. Don't base your job searching preference on your visa requirements. <laughs> Surprising, isn't it? Um, but, you know, and people would say, Mark, I can't get a job because I can't get a visa and I won't get a visa without a job. So normally I would base my, v my, I would base, you know, I would base my job search based on the visa requirements. And I really feel that this is the wrong mindset to have. And often this leads to failure. And so, you know, stop thinking like this you need to off again you need to think differently when you start applying for your job i often ask international job seekers and i ask them what do you want to get out of your career in new zealand what kind of job are you aiming to get and guess what the common answer would be oh you know i'm looking for a job where my skill and talent would be useful and i get myself an offer so i can get so i can go and apply for my visa i'm flexible to work in any job in any location i'm i'm okay to accept anything right sounds very familiar isn't it and i'm very for 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 for, for a number of years i'm very guilty of this but let me take a second here and imagine this let's imagine this together from an from a perspective of a of, of, of an employer when an employer evaluates a candidate they're looking for individuals who are genuinely passionate about the role and the, the the contribution to the company's success you know so it has to make perfect sense why are you devoting your time and effort for this company 
will you be sticking around you know if you say that if you say the sa the same thing that i've just said earlier this now makes it difficult for the employer to gauge your passion and motivation towards your role you're basically you're basically insinuating that you're equally open and enthusiastic to all opportunities now this causes a concern for the employer because you know what's to say that another role from another company or worse what if it's the company's competition what's to say that you're not jumping ship as soon as you get a better offer and that's already a concern that's already a red flag to the employer so as an employer you know how do i know that the job i'm offering you is aligned to what motivates you in this job you know what 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 does get you up in the morning to do the job that you do you know remember any company out there can offer support with their visa but there is only a handful of companies that can fuel your motivation employers want to see that you have a genuine interest in the job industry or in the job in the industry that you wanted to go for you know when you're when your job searching is solely driven by visa requirements it might actually raise doubts about your commitment and your passion so by focusing on roles that align with your skills with your interests with your long-term career goals you can now demonstrate your enthusiasm and dedication to the role making you more a more compelling candidate when you target specific roles that match your skills and talents, you can now highlight your relevant experience and expertise during the application and interview process. This now enables you to present a stronger case of you know, how your qualifications align with the requirements and position, increasing again your chances of securing a job offer. So there's so many advantages that actually comes into play by just simply changing your mindset of not basing your own preference based on the visa alone, but on actual genuine preference of what you want to achieve in New Zealand. You know, so and, and again it's 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 a it's an it's a it's a, it's a common fact to know that you know if an employer is happy you come into work happy you're you're motivated you're you're looking forward to spending another day at work you know for the company this increases the likelihood of a positive and productive work environment not only for you for 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 the employer as well so again by approaching your job search with a focus on career goals finding the role that genuinely interests you, you now enhance your chances of securing an employment that goes beyond the visa requirements. This now allows you to build a meaningful career in New Zealand and can contribute to your skills and talents to the fullest and experience professional growth with the, in line with your aspirations. So that's strategy number two. Okay, all right. So strategy number three, be ready to start from scratch. In my experience, I've noticed that many individuals believe that taking a step back in career is inherently negative. Um, and, you know, and again, for, 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 for a lot of reasons, they don't want to do the same thing that they've done, I don't know, seven years ago, five years ago. However, I firmly believe that this perspective can hinder true potential and limit opportunities for growth. Let's explore this, right? 
gaining new perspectives sometimes you know taking a step back allowing you to gain new perspective and insights that you might have missed in your current position when you do this it provides an opportunity to reassess your skills your strengths your interests and explore different industries and roles that align better with your long-term goals when you start a new role in new zealand um, no matter what the level it would be it just gives you and open you up to a different playing field you know so gaining a new perspective it may mean that you may need to take a step down or you may need to take a step back but you know look taking a step back doesn't only target the hierarchy of role doesn't mean that you're taking a step down or taking a lower job or taking a lower pay than what you expect um or well in most cases you might actually expect to take a lower pay because the 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 what that's that's one of the thing in the job market in new zealand is that we're not really known to be high paying uh, as compared to i guess you know the us the uk um even in australia uh, but again going back this could simply mean being open to further studying and learning new skills so going back to school or taking an additional training, certification, uh, just even acknowledging that you don't know everything yet and there's something that you still need to learn and there's tons of things that you can still learn, I think this just sets you up for success. Because I think, you know, engaging in further education and training allows you to expand your knowledge base and develop expertise in the specific areas. It also is like, so, uh, inadvertently, uh, it, at the back of your mind it actually creates that opportunity that again you're you're starting to be like a sponge now you're trying to accept things that you know you 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 unlearn and relearn a lot of the stuff that yeah that you normally go through in your industry so industries are consistently evolving and i guess you know the skill required for success today may not be sufficient but to offer tomorrow so by taking a step back and and investing in further education or training your position you position you already position yourself to meet the changing demands of your field you demonstrate your commitment to professional growth and your willingness to adapt to emerging technologies methodologies and industry standards all right i do have a few more lined up for you but i'm afraid that that's all the time we have for today let's reserve that for another day's topic and now this brings us to the end of another exciting episode um, i encourage each and every one of you listening to take what you've learned today and apply it in your own job search endeavors um, start by conducting a thorough research going beyond the surface level tapping into the expertise of the industry professionals you know you engage in discussions attend conferences and seek opportunities to expand your network you know i believe in your i believe I believe in you and your abilities. Don't let setback challenge and challenges discourage you. Remember that every decline or rejections brings you one step closer to the right opportunity. You know, stay resilient, adapt, and use each experience as a stepping stone towards success. Now I understand it might not be always be easy, but look trust in your own potential and the unique value you're trying to bring to the table you have the power to shape your career and create the future you desire i know you got this so thank you again for joining me today i hope you find this episode helpful and inspiring and remember stay tuned for our next episode we got a very exciting topic lined up for you in the next episode we're going to discuss the importance of personal branding and our tips on how to develop a strong personal brand that stands out with employers. 
So if you have any questions on the following topic that you'd like to be covered on our next episode, please do send them through my email or my LinkedIn. Um, I will link them on the description below. But until then, job seekers, like what I've always say, everything has its own perfect timing. You got to trust the process, trust yourself, and I know you got this. See you in the next one. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. That was the Work in Progress podcast. If this has helped you or you know someone whom this would be helpful, please like, share, and subscribe. See you on our next episode. Ciao.